Can you imagine the loss of a child? My next guest doesn't have to imagine it. It happened to her and her family in the loss of her grandchild. But Meredith has found hope and peace, and she wants to share her secrets of hope and peace through tragic loss with you. Stay tuned. Welcome to The Prayer Investigator. I'm Linda Evans-Shepard. My guest, Meredith Kendall, used to be a top sales agent, but now she's a change agent, and she helps to change hearts and turn them to hope. And today, she's going to share how she did that through loss. Welcome to the show, Meredith. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am too, because it turns out that the topic that we are discussing today is a heavy topic on many people's hearts, and it's the topic of loss. And you lost a grandchild, is that correct? I did. I did. Not even a year ago. So this is still very fresh. <laughs> In February, we'll be coming up on a year. Oh, wow. So Meredith, can you tell us what happened? My oldest daughter, I was so excited. She was pregnant with her fourth child. We knew there would be possibly a challenge because you get to that age of having children and you're called a geriatric patient oh. <laughs> when you're when you're in your late 30s. So we knew there was possibilities, but everything was plugging along. And then at her 19, 20 week appointment, they did an ultrasound and they found that there was water on the brain is what they thought and a club foot, which, okay, that's okay. Both are very easily fixable. From that time, we were changing hospitals. We were going to get the right doctors and everything would be fine. It would just have to be a C-section, planned birth, and doctors would be on standby. And with every single doctor's appointment, we got more and more information that it wasn't what they thought it was originally, then it wasn't what they thought the next visit. And then we got the, the diagnosis basically a week before he was due. So she was full term mm. and he had Walker Warburg syndrome. We didn't have a lot of knowledge. It was just Google links and finding out. At one point in time, if you Googled it, you found very much of children. We had nothing to prepare for. So we didn't know if he was going to be perfect or if he was going to come out and basically nobody would want to see him. And by God's grace, delivery morning, he was perfect. We already knew that his ears were going to be a little bit lower and that he had a club foot. And that was based on a fetal MRI that had to be done. But other than that, he was perfect. He was mute. He was deaf. He was blind. 14 hours, the hospital, even though they were still under protocols, allowed every single person that came in that room at one time. And we all got to love on that little baby boy for 14 hours hours until he took his last breath. Even though he did not have any brain activity, I did not know this, but your brain and your heart don't talk to each other during that time. And so we had to just wait for his heart to give out. Uh, we had no medical intervention. And this was just one of the things that we, my daughter had chosen 
prior to the birth, we had to go through all of the do not resuscitate. How much are we going to do if something is different? And they just did amazing job at the hospital, getting her prepared. But I will be honest, I don't know how anybody would do this without their faith. How did that make a difference? God orchestrated a calendar that was created and produced, but it was one of those daily calendars that you could flip over. And every day from when she found out that it was worst case scenario, every day on that calendar, it had something about, I formed you, I know you, I've numbered your days, everything's going to be fine. It was just everything had to do with just keep praying, keep knowing, I've got this. And even though this little baby's not going to make it, I formed him and I numbered his days and I've got it under control. And Mm -hmm. it was awesome to watch my daughter in her faith grow immensely during this time, which then allowed me to have faith even more so for her. And to walk with her through this time, because we also had the three other grandkids that we were going to have to walk with and help to understand during this time. Meredith, that is some story, but I know that there's more to it. And what I would like to know is, how did you work out this loss in your own heart? I was just strong for my daughter. I had to be strong. And all the pat answers, all the pat Christian freeludes and accolades and all of that. But I think watching my daughter and when our family just, it was God's will. We prayed for healing. He didn't answer that way, but he answered with the fact that we got 14 hours and he was perfect. And we all got to hold him and love on him and, and pray over him. And, and I think that was just a it was a gift. And so many people don't get that gift. And I think so for us, it was just, can't explain God, just that whole verse about God giving you peace that passes understanding. Yes. I totally felt that. I can't tell you, I didn't get angry after I got home, you know, because I'm out for a walk and I'm thinking I should be at my daughter's house, taking care of grandbabies. And because I had already gotten my plane ticket to be there for an undetermined amount of time to help her because we knew he was going to be special needs prior to the birth. We just didn't know that death was going to be the answer. And I think God just supernaturally, and I really believe it had to do with the prayer of the saints. And what do you mean? We had asked once we realized all of this was going on, We had prayer people all over the world. First of all, yes, selfishly, we were praying for a complete healing on this side of heaven. We were praying that all the doctors were wrong, all the tests were wrong, and that he was going to come out happy, whole, nothing wrong, and we were going to take home a healthy baby. But we had so many prayer partners saying, okay, hello, let's just pray that God's will be done that he will just hold you and that he will carry you through all of this. And if I didn't have my faith, knowing that I will see that baby one day again, 
I couldn't have handled this. It would have destroyed me. Let's push into that to see that baby one day again. <laughs> For people who don't know what you mean, can you tell us? I know that baby's in heaven and that he is right there enjoying life with grandma who had passed away actually about 30 some odd days prior to him. Oh, and so David is mourning the death of his child and he is mourning. He's in the sackcloth and he is just doing his whole mourning while the baby has, and it's finally, he's passed away. And then David gets up and goes to work and he says, I will see that child again. So I'm not going to mourn anymore. So we have that peace. We have that knowledge that we will see that child in heaven again when we get there. Oh, that is so comforting. And what do you say to people who have experienced the loss of a grandchild? Sometimes you pray for that. You pray for God to heal their hearts. You pray for God to just pour the ministering angels over them. And it depends on where they're at in their faith, because not everybody is where we are in having total faith that Jesus and God's word is true. And for those that don't have that faith, number one, I would tell them it's time to look for that faith and know that the hope that we have in Jesus. And for the moms that don't have that hope, it's devastating. It is devastating. If they don't have that hope that their heart can be healed. And I'm not saying you don't ever forget. His birthday's coming up. We're going to remember it. For Christmas, we got gifts. We did different things for memories. And because he's part of our family, even though he's not here, he's still part of our family. But we are not going to live in a mourning state. We are going to live in a joyous state, knowing that he's in a better place, having an amazing life. And actually, sometimes I'm jealous with what's going on in the world, that he's having so much fun. And we're down here having to live in our fallen state of the world. Yeah, it's true. It's true. There's a lot of trouble down here that they just don't have up in heaven. <laughs> what I would like to ask you now, Meredith, is to pray for those who are hurting from the loss of a child. Would you do that? Oh, Lord Jesus, we humbly come before your throne. Lord, I couldn't have done this without you. I know that you have been here every step of the way. I pray right now for those who are hurting, who are mourning, who are grieving. Lord, let them feel your ministering angels right now covering them, just to feel your presence, to feel your love. May they smell the aroma as you enter that room, because Lord, it is in you that the healing can come. They can find that hope that one day they will see their child. And Lord, if they don't know where to turn, I pray that you will bring people into their lives right now. Because without community, Lord, we can't do this on this earth. We need our community to love us and to grieve with us, to mourn with us, to hold us, and to be just ever so present and be a part of your life. Lord, for that mom that just feels that heart being yanked out right now, we just pray. We pray, Lord, that you will fill her heart with your love, Lord, because nothing can take away the love that they have for that child. 
but Lord, you can fill that crack with your love. And we ask this all in the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And I'm just going to add a little prayer to that. And Lord, I remember when my own baby spent a year in coma and came back and told me that you had held her. And I know that is where our children go when we lose them. You hold them in your arms. But Lord, we can never be good enough to see you face to face unless we come in through the blood of Jesus, unless we recognize that Jesus is Lord and that he died for our sins. And so we ask that you would keep us with you and with the children that you hold in heaven by forgiving us of our sins as we make you the Lord of our life. Lord, I just pray that you would heal broken hearts and you would let them know that you are holding their children and that it's okay. It's going to be okay. And you're going to be with them as they grieve and as they walk through the silence mm. that grief has put into their life. And we thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Meredith, do you have one more thing that you would say to the grieving mom and grandmom? I would tell them to be like David and to get up and to continue on. And to know that in our hurting, we can be a ministering person to somebody else who's going through it at the very beginning and don't wallow in our mourning, because that I think is what Satan wants us to do. He wants us to stay there and yeah, he wants us to stay there. And that's not where God wants us to be. God wants us to use our story for his glory. And to comfort others, because when we do, we find God's comfort there too. Oh, yes, we do. Meredith, how can people get in touch with you? My website probably is the best. It's got all the information I've actually even blogged about. And his name was Reese. We did name him because we actually had a memorial. And they can go to Meredith Sage Kendall, which is my author name, MeredithSageKendall.com. And I understand that they can access your podcast there as well. Yes, they can called Finding Your Purpose, but it is on my website. Meredith, thank you so much for being here today. And it is our prayer and your prayer too. I know that hurting moms and grandmoms will find hope and comfort. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done it without it. I don't think I'd be here talking about it today. <laughs> thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. I hope that today's message touched your heart. And if it did, would you like and comment and subscribe? And we have a gift for you. It is a beautiful blessing that you can play, pray, and print. Just go to myprayergift.com. And remember, God loves you and he wants you to talk to him. See you next time.